up, what up? Welcome to another week of Menly Stuff. We're recovering after the the long holiday break. We're recording this a day late. It's Adam Sacri with Sammy Soda. Sammy Soda, how's it going Ooh, today? What a weekend, what a weekend. Full of food, football, few beers. Man, uh, the recovery was hard. Luckily, our uh, our followers were pretty disappointing, so you didn't have to jump into the lake, and I don't have to name... Uh, the middle name of my daughter doesn't have to be uh, wait for it. So um, we both kind of lucked out there, but it's also pretty disappointing. Um, we really got to get that following up, I suppose. Well, nothing to do with the followers on me not jumping into the lake. Good point. But good point. It would have been pretty disappointing because I would have had to jump in the frozen lake if the Lions had won. And it would have been pretty disappointing to jump in that lake for like nine or ten people. To watch. Yeah, that would have been. Especially since it had a nice, nice ice over it. That would have been, whew. Yeah, you lucked out there. Honestly, Lions probably should have won that. Yeah, it was chilly on Thanksgiving. Well below freezing. Yeah, Lions probably should have won that game, too. All right, so do, do we want to start with the poll? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, you did a pretty good job reading it last week, too, so you better, better keep it up. What do we get? Nine, nine votes, though? Yeah. So I feel like this was the best incentive. You were going to name the middle name of your daughter, wait for it. But we still got the least amount of votes we've ever gotten. Yeah, people were really looking out for Christina on that one. That's the only explanation to that. I feel like there was a bit of a conspiracy there, and Christina had told everybody not to vote on it. Yeah, there's a chance she got my phone and Snapchatted all my contacts to asking them not to vote. But All right, well, we got, we got the nine votes. Do you want to hear the results of the nine votes? I would love to hear them. Okay, so we've never had a category or a, an option get 0% of the votes, but this this poll, we had two of them. Oh, so, man. With 0% of the votes, cranberries and the veggies and casserole got zero votes. Understandable. And then with 11% of the votes, stuffing, which... I'm assuming was one vote. I think one person voted for stuffing. <laughs> yep, that would be one vote. <laughs> and then 80, 89% of people voted for the mashed potatoes and gravy, so pretty unanimous mashed potatoes and gravy is the best side dish on Thanksgiving. I mean, if we would have, it wouldn't have really mattered. If we would have had 100 people vote, you would expect that one to win too, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I guess one we forgot about was mac and cheese. I don't know if you saw... What was the Patriots player that was freaking out about mac and cheese being included at Thanksgiving? Yeah, who who does not like mac and cheese? What's that about? Yeah, but I've also I've never had it at Thanksgiving. That's never been part of the part of the meal. No, I, I agree. But yeah, what was I'm pulling that up here? It's just cheese and noodles. It's not that good. Get macaroni and cheese off the table. It's disgusting. Matthew <laughs> Judon. What's he? I mean, yeah, not, Judon. He must never have had like a two a.m. night where he's had too many, a few too many beers and needed some mac and cheese or something. You heat up the Easy Mac. Oh, so good. There's something about Easy Mac at that time too that's just better than normal mac and cheese. We actually had someone uh, set off the fire alarm in our college dorm my freshman year. We had someone set off the the dorm. Because they tried to heat up their Easy Mac without putting any water in it. <laughs> what, were they sober or drunk? Oh, of course not. It was like 3 a.m. So <laughs> That's fair. Well, 
it's always dangerous to cook anything at that time of the day, of yeah. the night. That's I why mean, they I, made smart microwaves, right? Exactly. I'm still waiting on mine to be delivered, but <laughs> at some point we'll get them. So speaking of uh, cooking stuff in, in college or after having a few too many beers, um, kind of gets me reminiscing on, on maybe some of the best best restaurants you can go eat at and have a couple too many beers at. Any uh, any top ones come to your mind there? So I, I in college, I had a few local places that I went to. Uh, we had a place in Fargo Moore called Chumley's, which on Tuesday nights they would serve us $2 pulled porks or burgers. And then you could get 75 cent bush lights. That's about as good as it gets. But I mean, as far as restaurants that everybody knows, chains, you know, we already talked about about my love for Pizza Ranch, right? Yeah, unfortunately. We already talked about that. But I'm I'm actually a fan of Applebee's because Crap, they used to have the they u- Yeah, Crapplebee's. <laughs> but they used to have the dollar drinks. Which where I was always a fan of. We'd go to that after softball games. And the the only bad experience I've ever had at Applebee's is they brought up my meal frozen one time, which I thought was a bit <laughs> bizarre because I didn't know they heated their meals in the microwave at that point. So Yeah. That uh yeah. I don't know. Applebee's is like hit or miss for me. That's kinda why I call it crapplebee. Sometimes it can be really good and sometimes I just I leave there just unreasonably angry. You got any chain chain restaurants you eat at though? Yeah, well, and and all my followers are gonna know this is the route I'm going with this one. But it, hands down, you give me a place to pick. I'm picking Buff Wild Wings every single time. It just it drives my wife crazy. I think it drives my friends crazy. Like it doesn't matter. I'll go somewhere where I've never eaten. Like like when I went down to Omaha and and I hadn't really eaten out in Omaha much. So why not go to a new place I'm not familiar with? Nope, Buff Wild Wings. Like doesn't matter if there's a buffalo wild wings i don't want to try anything new just get me there the place is phenomenal so is that is that still the best wings you've ever had yeah by far and I, i've had this debate with multiple peoples too um their wing quality itself probably isn't the best of any restaurant but it's their combination of wings and sauce that is just oh my, my mouth i'm drooling now i but i'm getting that on my computer i gotta gotta wipe that up and I can I can agree with that a little bit. You don't. There's not very many places I feel like that have the the sauce choices that Buffalo Wild Wings has. Yeah, and I, I'm a big fan of the. Um, well, I get I get the mango habanero, and the the wild. Sometimes dabble on a little bit of the blazing, and most restaurants just they don't have that kind of heat or flavor. So for me, it's. I don't know. It's it's a combination of the sauce and wings. Their their wing quality's gotten a lot better. Than probably five ten years ago though. Okay. Any any other restaurant chains that you you tend to go to? I mean, I'm gonna be pretty brutally honest. That's that's the main one. Um, if there's a Buff Wild Wings, I'm I'm picking it. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of some others. Um, big. I'm a big fan of Texas Roadhouse. Um, love their love their rolls they give you at the beginning. I usually don't make it to the meal. I'm so full, but... That's cinnamon oh. butter. That's the first time I ever got heartburn <laughs> was Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings or Texas Roadhouse? 
Oh, Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse was the first time I ever got road burn. Or, <laughs> God damn it. That's the first time I ever got heartburn. I've never had road burn yet, though. From the dinner rolls or what? <laughs> yeah, well, I ate... I was probably, like, 16, 17 years old, so, like, too young to be getting heartburn. But I ate, like, probably seven or eight dinner rolls, and then I ordered... I don't know if I ordered, like, their roadkill... Or, like, a pulled pork sandwich. I don't know. But I ate the whole thing. And then I got in the car, and I was complaining about my chest hurting the whole way home. <laughs> and I learned that that was my first time ever having heartburn. Yeah. Though. It's probably, you probably just did it, overdid it on that cinnamon butter, honestly. But I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, we've all been there. Just can't, yeah. can't stop eating those buns once they come out in front of you. No, the, the restaurants that bring you out free stuff before you even start eating, those are the most dangerous ones. Well, it, it's just smart if you think about it. Like, I don't know. It, they just, they get you hooked in. Like, I could go to Tex Roadhouse and eat the buns and have a couple beers and be satisfied. Yeah. But what about, um, I don't know, what about Denny's? Have you ever been to Denny's before? Uh, we talked about Denny's on this podcast <laughs> before. So I love Denny's. Oh, have we, have we already told the steak story yes. on here? Because we were talking, it was our first episode, I'm pretty sure, we were talking about steaks. So I like Denny's. I oh. like Denny's a lot. I think it's a great place to go for breakfast. It's a great diner. They got good shakes, for sure. But I ordered a steak there, and they asked me, They the weirdest thing was they asked me how I wanted it. So I, So I said medium rare like I always do. But then they bring me out this soggy, spongy steak that is just, it's gray. I've never eaten a gray steak before, but like, why did you ask me how I wanted it cooked if you were just going to bring me out a gray steak? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure they only have one way to cook it and it's going to be done the same no matter what. But I mean, I guess... Shoot, I didn't... Props to the waitress for asking me how I wanted it cooked, I guess, but... (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Boy, I didn't realize we're already to the point we've done enough episodes where I'm going to start repeating stories. Yeah, that's bad news. <laughs> I don't know if that's an age thing, an ADD thing, or, or just a soda hey, thing. Did you, uh, pr- did you see some stories today? So we're recording this on December 1st. It's the first day of December. Um, did you see any stories about Spotify Wrapped? Yeah, but explain to me what that is, because I had no idea, and I didn't take the time to okay, look so, it up, but I saw I saw. So that Spotify around. is, it's the best, if you're going to spend money on getting your music streamed, Spotify is the best way to do it. It is. Because I've, I've done the saving money route, I spent my entire college years getting the Amazon music, I went the Amazon music route because it was 99 cents a month for students. Why wouldn't I do that? Everyone made fun of me for it. But why wouldn't I only spend 99 cents to stream unlimited music? But now that I I don't get that cheap anymore, so I just spent up for Spotify. And Spotify, at the end of the year, it collects everything you listen to. And it tells you, like, which artist you listen to the most and which song you listen to the most. And it puts it all in, like, this big story for you, and it feels like you're living in a movie. But I checked. They do also a Spotify rap for podcasters, which... You and me are, Sam, believe it or not. We're podcasters, and they put it in, they told us our stats for the year, which was pretty exciting. And I feel like I have to probably share that to our 
Twitter, but we they only rec- they only said we recorded four podcasts on the year, which doesn't make much sense because I'm pretty sure we're on like episode nine. But yeah, maybe they just cut they, it off at they, a certain date though, or they something. Explained, they told me all the listeners we had, and we had like forty listeners from five different countries. There were okay, okay. So I I. This is our first year. We started right towards the end of the year, and I feel like it's only up from here. Absolutely. 2022, things are really going to take. So, you want to tell the people about our weekend? Yeah, and and this will kind of add on to new year, new things here. We, Sam and I got together for Thanksgiving. Obviously, we didn't touch the stuffing. I, tr- I tried the stuffing again because I like to try things. Sam didn't touch the stuffing. No. Nope. But we had some great food, and then we we did our first beer audit. So we went to Disgruntled Brewing in Purim, Minnesota, and it didn't it didn't go exactly as we planned, did it, Sam? It did not. But what a great atmosphere Disgruntled Brewing was. Um, I'll be honest with you. We went, and we didn't think there'd be that many people in there. And the place was just packed. Like it, it honestly was probably too loud to to do the actual beer audit there. Um, like get a live stream going and do the do the beer audit. Um, we may have been a little intimidated by the atmosphere too um, to actually go live with it. But what a what a great atmosphere! And we'll get into it. But they had some phenomenal beers too. Absolutely, yeah. Even even with the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi was out there, so it was like it was super loud in there when everyone was talking. But when everyone would stop talking at the same time, it'd be super quiet. They had no Wi-Fi, so they couldn't play any music or anything in there. But yeah, it's it seems to be a local favorite. There was a lot of people in there, and we we got some great beers. I learned a lot about beers. Sam Sam was worried about me not knowing how to to grade the beers. But I, I have done my research and I am ready to I am ready to talk about beers. I've learned how to smell them and taste them and describe them. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna lie to our, our listeners here. When when Adam says all he does is work, he's not kidding. Um, I got to spend a few days with him over Thanksgiving and, I, and that's literally all he did was work. I I think what was it, like five AM I woke up and went out to get a drink of water in the kitchen and he's sitting there watching videos on beer reviews trying to learn like the words for them and what he should do with the glass he's actually there making the motions with the glass so when he says all he does is work he's just not he's not joking at all like just dedication non-stop from him it's unbelievable that's right i know i know how to i know the sniff tests and the taste tests so after this phenomenal ad that we created for anchor we are going to do our beer audit for the the BPL from Disgruntled Brewing. And we are back, ready to ready to dive into the first beer audit. But before we do that, I want to just describe one thing that I absolutely loved about Disgruntled Brewing that had nothing to do with the beer itself. You know, most places they have what they call a happy hour. You go there four four to six or whatever during the week, 
get some good deals on beers. Disgruntled Brewing calls their scrumpy hour. And then they they have a thumbs down inside their logo. I just think that's awesome. That's just great marketing right there. It is. I like I like the idea of, of grumpy hour. Yeah, that is awesome. But so although we weren't able to do the actual beer audit there, we did get the opportunity to try two beers straight from Disgruntled. And we want to tell you a little bit about them today. I'm, I'm going to let Adam start. Okay, so the first one we got was a Blonde Ale. So from my research, I've understood that that's the closest thing you can get to a Bush Light. So it's a, it's just a light beer. And I, and when I went there and I asked for a light beer, that's the one that's the one she suggested as well. And... I I thought it was I thought it was really good. So it's a beer that if you're gonna go sit at a brewery for a few hours and you're gonna just drink beers upon beers, get this get a blonde ale. Am I am I right, Sam? Yep, absolutely. The only, the only place you were wrong is that it is a lot better than a bush light. I get that a bush light is a is an ale too, but um, I it's the closest even, thing you can get though. I wouldn't even compare these two. This was so much better. But I, but I understand the comparison and where you're coming from, especially from the research you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that was the other one we tried. Yeah, so the other one um, was that Amber Lager, which is, Amber Amber Lagers are one of my favorites. And uh, I think it was called Dead Stop. Is that right? It sounds right. It sounds right. Yeah. So the funny thing is we order it, and then uh, your your girlfriend was with us, and um, she goes, yeah, it tastes kind of ambery. And you're like, how the hell do you know that? And you just had no idea that it had amber in it, even though it clearly said under the definition of the beer that it was an amber lager. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I really don't understand what amber is. <laughs> and I don't understand. I can just say, yeah, it tastes like amber. <laughs> like, what the hell is amber? But that is one thing I'll give disgruntled credit for is they do a phenomenal job. Like, in their descriptions, if you read them, It'll explain to you exactly the the flavor that you are trying to explain to yourself. Because I that that amber lager, there was a flavor in there, and I couldn't I couldn't explain to myself what it was. And then when I read it, it said it's a it's a smoky caramel. And I pronounce it caramel. To anyone who smokes who pronounces it <laughs> caramel, eat shit. It's caramel. So I yeah, I, I tasted that smoky caramel, but I didn't know how to explain it, and then I read it. So they they do a phenomenal job of brewing it and explaining exactly how it tastes, I thought. Yeah, I agree. Like, honestly, we, we could have came on the show and just took read their definitions like we were experts doing doing the beer reviews and not said that it was the actual definition of a beer, but... Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna cheat our listeners like that. We're gonna give give disgruntled the credit, um, and and we're still rookies at this. Like we're still learning. Each each time we have a beer tasting, we're gonna learn something new. Yeah, exactly. And we we have beers to taste while we're recording this podcast, so we have well, well, well I have a beer to taste. Sam drank his before the show. Sam, explain. Yeah. So. When we weren't able to actually do the do the beer audit live, um, we picked up a four pack of the the BPL from Disgruntled Brewing, um, and I sent one with Adam when he left for the weekend. And I currently sit here with no BPLs left. Um, I got into them a little bit early. 
I know what they taste like, but I don't have one to do why we're pod to drink while we're podcasting, but I still know what it tastes like. I just got a little a little too ambitious. Okay, so I have I have in my hand the BPL apricot wheat ale and I learned I learned about smelling the beer. I learned that you can't just chug the beer, you have to smell it. And <laughs> and I understand it now cuz a lot of their beers they smell really good and I was I was sitting there at the brewery with my nose buried in the beer and the the bartender was laughing at me, I guess, but but I learned yeah. I learned to smell the beers. It's a key. That's a key. Smell and then try, and then describe. Smell, try, describe. That's our motto. So this it's an apricot wheat ale. I don't necessarily taste apricot, but I I get the I get the fruity taste. So if if you're looking for a fruity beer, you're not into IPAs or the the bitter aftertaste. There's no bitter aftertaste here. It's 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 the right color, you know. It's got a little orange tint to it. So could you could you smell that the apricot before you drank it though? Yeah, you can you can smell that it's that it's yeah. a fruitier beer. And then when I when I tasted it, I got I got the fruity taste. I don't necessarily taste apricot, I don't think. Not that I've eaten a ton of apricots in my life, though. <laughs> I, I think I could count on one hand the number of apricots I've eaten. Well, and, like, you don't want it to taste like a peachio. I guess that would be peach-flavored, not apricot. Aren't... Are apricots small peaches? Oh, they seem like the same thing to me. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, say right here on this show that apricots are small <laughs> peaches if it hasn't been said yet. Yeah, if you're wrong, somebody correct you. <laughs> we we encourage participation, so if, so if he's wrong, somebody please correct him. So out of those three beers, then, where what would you rank as your favorite? Honestly, the the Dead Stop, the Amber, I think I think is the best beer. Like I said, the the lighter blonde ale. You can sit and drink there all day, but that amber beer, that's that was the best beer to me. Yep, yep, I'm on board with that. Um, what I liked about the the blonde ale, and I can't quite remember the name. It was toasted something like toasted blonde or something yep. like that. But what I really appreciated with that one is like it had that that smoky flavor too. Um, I remember trying it and kind of kind of forgetting the name of the beer and I'm like hmm this kind of has like a smoky flavor to it while well, it was toasted so it, it made sense when I put it together um so I, I appreciated that as I drank that one but I I think the dead stop that amber lager was was my favorite too that one was good okay so let's let's uh let's give disgruntled brewery its audit as as a whole can you remind me of the rating system we're going with yeah, so I'd like to do a five-tier rating system, um, and so the very top one is satisfactory. Um, I mean, that is you wouldn't change a single thing about it. Uh, and then the next one is above expectations, and then there's meeting expectations, and so those are those two are both good. Uh, meeting expectations is where everywhere should come in unless they blow us away, and then there there's below expectations. And the last one is unsatisfactory, and, and hopefully we don't get an unsatisfactory because nobody wants to have that bad of a beer. Yeah. Okay, so I'll let, I'll let you go first. 
So I'm going to put this one at above expectations. Um, it it definitely went uh, it went above the expectations I had going there, just to be honest with you. Um, I love the atmosphere. I love the marketing. But the beer itself, um, I, I will definitely go back there. And not only the beers that I tried did I like, I'm encouraged to try their other beers they had as well. Um, they had a lot of other ones on there that, that looked good, but uh, had to contain myself so I could still function that day. Okay, yeah, and I'm I'm actually gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go with above expectation as well. And it's like I said, their their descriptions of the beers were so on point. Um, so when I was confused about what I was tasting, it was right there. And I, th- this is in Lakes Country, so they have outdoor seating too. It's it's kind of tucked away in the woods. So I would recommend anybody that goes into Lakes Country in the summer to go there and and try a few beers. There you have it. Our first beer audit gets an above expectations rating. Highly recommend if you're ever in the Purim, Minnesota area, go to Disgruntled Brewing. It doesn't matter what beer you try, you'll walk away happy. Absolutely. Can't wait to do the next one. If anybody has recommendations on where they want us to do beer audits, um, again, we welcome the participation. So if you have any good ideas or places we should go we're more than open to it um we're gonna have to do some where we can't where we have to actually buy the beer and can't go to the brewery um just due to to how hard we work we don't have that kind of time (laughs) but uh we're, we're definitely open to suggestions and looking forward to doing some more all right so we ready for our last scenario last uh portion of the podcast today then we we are, we we're, are. We're going back to the menly men draft again, right? Yep, yep. So we we introduced a new segment onto the show last last week, right before Thanksgiving. We did the menly men draft, and we drafted our top receivers, our top wide receivers. We didn't get a ton of feedback on Twitter, but the feedback we got, it appeared that I won the draft. You did. You did. I, I yeah. I'll, I'll concede. You had the better I had team. A, I had a lot of good receivers on my squad. Just freaks of nature. You know, I had I had Randy Moss, I had Kelvin Johnson. And Kelvin Johnson could have been a top three receiver all time if he hadn't retired early. And I I snuck away with him in the second round, so that was it was it was honestly just good drafting on my part. If any NFL team ever needs a GM, I just I have an eye for talent, I think. <laughs> Yeah. But we're we're gonna move on to this this week's menly men draft. You know we're getting into Christmas season, so I want to keep you guys excited for for some Christmas topics that we're gonna have in the future. But this week we are going to we were talking about restaurants early earlier, so we are actually gonna draft restaurant chains. We're gonna have five each, and we're gonna see who can put together the best lineup of restaurant chains. And we're gonna let you guys decide on Twitter who has the best lineup of restaurant chains. Oh yeah, this is gonna be a good one, and and we're doing we're not excluding fast food or anything. Basically, just any well known chain restaurant. We're allowing any in. chain restaurant. You can base it on food, on atmosphere, on anything you want to. We're just gonna draft restaurant chains, and we're gonna see who wins. But okay, okay. Do I get to go first this week? Yeah, you right? you won, and I went first last week, so you you're up first. Okay. So the restaurant chain I am going to take with my first pick 
And it, it might not be the best chain, but it is my absolute favorite, and it's a lot of my buddies' favorites, and I feel like a lot of the college age range is going to agree with me. I am going to take Taco Bell with my first pick. Ooh. Sneaking in there with a little Taco Bell. Um, they I love Taco Bell. They have the $5 boxes that they switch up every month. They have they have the best they have the best value menu. They yeah. have good breakfast. There's I have I have zero complaints ever when I've gone to Taco Bell. Yeah, you got to save those bucks too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I I've like told it. everyone that I'm 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 rather cheap. <laughs> so it it makes sense <laughs> that Taco Bell is my first choice. Yeah, I'm more of a. I like their breakfast, but not. I don't care so much for the rest of their food. I like their breakfast a lot, though. All right, so my first pick. I think we all know. Anybody that knows me knows what I'm picking, but it's Buffalo Wild Wings, without a doubt. Greatest atmosphere, greatest food. Honestly, probably the greatest tap beers ever because they have so much and they're so cold. Um, sports, wings, beer. Some people call it heaven. All right, so then then I get the second pick, too? Yep, yep, you get back-to-back picks. Uh, Honestly, I wasn't that prepared. I was thinking I would just make pick Buffalo Wild Wings five times here. Your team is complete. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's all I need. No, um, I'm going to, you know, sticking, going back to the fast food with your Taco Bell, I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A. Underrated. People don't like to to wait in line for them, but they are so fast and efficient, and they have the best customer service. Um, So I'm going to use my second pick on them. That's an excellent pick. I actually, I've I've tried all the chicken sandwiches, so I've gone to Popeyes, I've gone to KFC, I've gone to Wendy's, I've gone to Burger King, I've gotten everyone's chicken sandwich. Chick Fil A is my favorite chicken sandwich, and the the drive through line is always super long. But if you go in, you get the best service, and they say they say my pleasure all the time. It's yep. phenomenal. My pleasure. Love so it. you're gonna be you're gonna be tough to keep up with on this because you've gotten two. Really good pick so far. Okay, so I'm going to go with with my second round pick. I'm going to take Applebee's. Crapplebee's. All right, and hear me out. Everyone can enjoy Applebee's. They've got good food. When they have their dollar drinks, that's good news. But they also, now they have like their $5 specialty drinks. Applebee's, Applebee's is a good place to go family atmosphere too it's not yeah. it's not a horrible pick i give them a hard time but it's not a horrible pick yeah. by any we're means. eating good in the neighborhood <laughs> so for my next pick i am going to go with i'm gonna take mcdonald's jeez i'm gonna i think mcdonald's probably was the they were recognized by mel kuyper to be the number one pick early in high school and then they struggled a little bit, but here they are. They dropped a little bit, but they fell into my lap in the third round. <laughs> you know, speaking of McDonald's, we're going to have to repost that video. You um, bonging a McRib. I bonged a McRib and a Happy Meal from McDonald's. Yeah. McDonald's yeah. and Fargo was loving me. Well, our Twitter crowd's going to get a little bit more of beer boy. Beer boy. Beer bong boy. <laughs> <laughs> Words are tough today, man. All right, all right. I I don't feel like you're gonna stand a chance this week, honestly. Um, so so my third pick, I'm going to a little bit of pizza. Um, we all know how much Adam and I both love pizza. It's been a common topic for us. 
I'm gonna go with Papa John's. Um, one. Oh, that's be- your number one pizza pick. Yeah. Do you not like it? it? I mean, it's okay. I don't think it'd be my number one chain pizza though. Well, they're a big sponsor of people. They have the pepperoni in the corner that you complain about, <laughs> and then they just have good pizza. I mean, yeah, I'm Papa John's. I, if I have to pick up a pizza from somewhere and I have a Papa John's in the area, I'm I'm doing it. Okay. So that is gonna be my third pick. Now for my fourth pick, I'm gonna go back to a little Wings Sports Wings beer. A little place we call heaven. It's not quite as good as Buffalo Wild Wings, but I'm gonna go with Hooters. You ever eat at, huh? at Hooters, Adam? I've never eaten at at Hooters. I've eaten at Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is what we just got in Fargo, but I've never eaten at Hooters. Okay. Yeah, so Hooters has very, very good quality um, wings, and they have a lot of sauces, too. The, the Probably the one thing I don't like about Hooters as much above Wild Wings is they put, um, they put breading on their traditional wings, which I'm not a really? huge fan, fan of. Um, so a little bit different, but again, it's it's the atmosphere, it's the sauces, um, still going to have wings. So yeah, that was an easy fourth pick for me. Okay. Yeah, so I, I'd like to try Hooters. Um, they have it, I know they have it in the Mall of America in Minneapolis. So I'll, next time I go there, I'll try it. Because the last time I ate at the Mall of America, I ate at Dick's Last Resort. You ever eaten there? No, is that the is that where you write like things on people's hats or whatever and they wear them? Yeah, so they like write things on your <laughs> forehead that says like I've taken more loads than a washing machine. <laughs> They'll write stuff like that on there, and then like the food's not really that good. You pay more for the entertainment. Like they chuck all their straws and stuff on the table and they say figure it out. <laughs> so it's a fun place to go, but like the food's not great. So if you say the food's good at Hooters. I'm I'm think I'm gonna I'll probably go the next time. It but is. I got I got my next two picks. I got my next two back to back picks. Alright, alright. So I'm gonna take Texas Roadhouse for my next pick. I'm gonna get I'm gonna take the dinner rolls, their steaks, their roadkill, I'm gonna take their heartburn and everything. Texas Roadhouse is my next pick, and then my final pick to finish out my team and probably to, to take you out to win it all, I am going to take. Uh, I'm gonna take Arby's. Arby's, we oh. have the meats. Boy, I, I told you. I told you guys about the meat mountain. I love the beef and cheddar. I love dipping my beef in aju sauce. I'm taking Arby's with my last pick. Ooh, this is rough. Do I even need a fifth pick to beat you? This is rough. I feel like I got some. I got a following on my side. I don't know. You folded under pressure here. I think. I don't think so. Bad I like my team. I'm. I'm confident in my team. Regardless, my fifth pick is gonna put me over the edge. Um, Adam, you've probably never eaten that one. A lot of our listeners probably haven't eaten that one, but it is one of my favorites. One of the dumpiest places you can go. But the food is so great. Waffle House is my fifth pick. If you've never, oh. if you have never been to a Waffle House, it is worth a special trip just to go to one. Those I've never, 
I've never been to Waffles, but I was actually thinking IHOP in the back of my head. I feel like I should have had a breakfast place, but <laughs> I. So, you've been to a Waffle House and an IHOP. Yep. Yep. And why is why is Waffle House better? Waffle House actually has the the single greatest breakfast food of any place I've ever eaten. It's not it's really? not even close. Not even close. Um, so a quick little story. The first time I ever tried Waffle House, um, I was I was on a trip down to Florida with a with a van full of like ten people um, going for some some flag football nationals down in Florida. If you're wondering why we were going, and uh, we we got down there and we were all pretty hungry. I think it was like middle of the morning when we finally got down there and we we'd seen Waffle Houses all over the place on the way down and we're like, what is this place? Never eaten at it. Never heard of it. And ate at one. And it was instant satisfaction and instant love. I think we were down there for like five, six days total. And I bet you I ate at a Waffle House eight times while we were down there. Um, like it got to a point where people were sick of me and they'd be like, where do you guys want to eat? And I'd be like, Waffle House. <laughs> it was so okay, good. So is it, is, it, is it just waffles, pancakes, like kind of that bready? Nope. No. Breakfast or do they have like steak and eggs? Because that's what I like to eat for breakfast. I like to have steak and eggs and a breakfast burrito. Yeah, I mean you're not going there for the steak. You don't go to places like that for the steak. I'm just gonna throw that I've out. I've learned. There. But I've learned. They had they they make great egg sandwiches. Um, and usually your plate is so full that you just don't have room for anything else. Um, they make grits. Have you ever had grits before? Is grits just ground up corn? No, it's like it's like an oatmeal rice. Uh, I don't really know how to explain it. It's a southern thing, but they're actually pretty good. Yeah, I've never had grits. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't. We're we're gonna go to a Waffle House sometime soon. It it's deserving of a road trip. I think the closest one to us is probably Kansas City, but we'll figure it out. Okay, we'll have to try Waffle House. Yeah, th- with that, you're you're done. My lineup's better. Not even, not even close. All right, we'll we'll see. We'll let the people react on Twitter. We'll see who has the better lineup. See if I win a couple weeks in a row. Are we gonna get some interaction on Twitter this week or what? Were people too busy with their families and the holiday last week? I think week to I think that was part of it. I think that was part of it, and I think people also felt bad. They didn't want you to have to name your kid. Wait for it. So we'll we'll hope for a better a better turnout this week. On this week's poll, which is what what is our what is our poll for this week, Sam? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I feel like we've talked on rest restaurants a lot, but that probably shouldn't be our poll since we just did the draft and everyone kind of knows our our top choices. Um, hey, you got any ideas? Come on, I know all you do is work. You gotta have an idea in your back of your head. All right, all right, yeah. fine. I'll throw one out there. Let's just let's just do. Um, we can do favorite season. Okay. Since, since we're full bore winter now and going into Christmas, we could do just the or like holiday, holiday or season. What do you think? One of those two. Okay, let's do. Let's do holiday. Okay, I like it. I like it. So there's yeah, some, there's some menly holidays to choose from. So are we calling Christmas menly? Christmas is super manly. And look at all the things you have to do on Christmas. You have to go outside. You have to hang up the lights. Some people have to chop down a Christmas tree. Good point. Using, a lot of manly things. Using to do hatchets. On Christmas. Yeah. 
Yeah, and well, and don't forget, I'm, I'm about to be a dad, so I'm gonna have to put on a Santa suit um, every Christmas going forward and sink down the chimney. Oh yeah, oh so, yeah, yeah. It's about to get real more manly. So we'll we'll do favorite holidays. We'll do Christmas is one. I my favorite holiday is the Fourth of July, just mm. because I I love the summertime. There's burgers, brats, grills. There's fireworks. I love I love watching stuff blow up. So Fourth of July is my favorite holiday. It's good good beer drinking holiday too. Good call. Absolutely. Good call. So, so we'll go. I we just celebrated Thanksgiving. Did you? We we bet on some sports. We got to watch a lot of sports. That was a pretty manly holiday for you, right? Yeah, absolutely. You and you got to put Thanksgiving in there since we're just coming off it. It's fresh on people's minds. Got to got to put okay, it in there. So might, we'll be, go Christmas, might be Christmas Thanksgiving. Horse. Fourth of July. What's your fourth one, Sam? I would like to do New Year's Eve. Um, even though it follows Christmas, real shortly after, um, I think it's an underrated holiday. It's it's just a great time to sit back and kind of reminisce on the year, um, kick back with some buddies, and you know, usually that's that's a night that you go from beer to to maybe the liquor cabinet and and make a couple whiskeys or something. So um, I gotta I gotta have New Year's Eve in there. That's one of my favorites. I agree. I think that's four great options. So we got. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Fourth of July, and New Year's Eve. If you think, if you think, if you're a big Easter fan, let us know. Let us hear it on Twitter. Speak your mind on Easter, right, Sam? Yep. If you if you have another one out there that you want, um, if you want, uh, what other holidays we got in there other than Easter? I'm kind of blanking here. President's Day. President's Day. Yep. Memorial Day. Day. Yeah. Memorial Day, Memorial Day and Labor Day are pretty great. Yep, yep. And what are we? Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I don't know. I'm thinking all the bank holidays that I get off. So, a lot of the like Memorial Day and and Labor Day are the the holidays that kick off summer and end summer. So those are also great holidays. So if there's any holidays that you really enjoy, that you wish were in the poll, you let us know. Yep, agreed. What, uh, do we have any incentives? Can we like lower the incentive vote to 40 this week? Um, really push people this week? What a, What's our high, 24 votes? Our highest is 24, I think, yeah. Okay, okay. So four, let, let's shoot for 40 votes this week. I think we can get there. I do. Okay. We're coming off a bad week, but I think we can get there. A um, couple reposts, be a friend, tell a friend type of deal. We'll get there. Okay. So tell you what, 40 votes... 40 votes and I'll beer bong some cat food. <laughs> Man, how do you not want to vote on that? I want to see that. Hey, I'm ben, not... ben Hansen, I spent some time with him this Thanksgiving. He said if I made it an incentive that I beer bong some cat food, he would get me some voters. So tell you what, if we get 40 votes and we go up, we'll say 10 followers. We get 40 votes, we go up 10 followers... I'll beer bong cat food. Why are you adding the 10 followers in there? Because. Why not just 40 votes? 40 votes, 10 followers, I'm beer bonging cat food. Ben Hansen, do your worst. As soon as we get done with this podcast, I'm going to create 20 Twitter accounts to, to get the votes. No, and, no, no. I'll know. It's got to be unique votes, followers. Spread <laughs> the word around. It's, it can't be that hard. You tell a friend to tell a friend. You spread it around, I beer bong cat food. Adam's a man of his word, too. He'll do it. I'm not scared. I'm not afraid. I've beer-bonged raw fish. 
And we have 29, 29 followers, so that's only 11 more people have to vote. Exactly. And we just we, need 10 more followers. We got to hit 39 followers. I'm I'm out here, and I'm beer-bonging cat food. Yep. How entertaining yep. is that? Yep. We want to see that. We want to see that. And it's free. It's free. I'm going to try to get this podcast on the radio tomorrow. Get more votes. <laughs> All right, there we, there we have it. Our, our poll for the week. Adam's given out a great incentive to vote, little participation. Um, we got anything else for the listeners before we call it a week? No, you, you've heard all you need to hear. That is it for me. Be a friend, tell a friend. Peace. Stay manly, everybody. Mm-hmm.